hello to all Fantasy Sports Club members or other people. And for this episode, or this podcast, I'm going to just be talking about going into week three of the NFL season. Some of the players who have been really good, who you wouldn't expect to be that good in fantasy. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you my advice whether I think you should trade them now or what, how they're going to do for the rest of the season. So we'll start with a guy like Cooper Cup, who right now is the number two season-ranked player. And I think this is a guy you should keep, Cooper Cup, because Cooper Cup right now, he's he's second. Obviously, he's not going to say second for the entire season. That's going to change. But he's been Matthew Stafford's favorite target by far. And unless Matthew Stafford gets injured, he's somebody who Matthew Stafford's going to continue to target. He may not put up 23, 36 points every game, but he's going to give you points every game. And I think he's somebody who you should keep because players are not going to be as like eager to trade for him because he's not a big name. So I think it's somebody who you should keep moving forward. But I think he will drop off production a little bit. But he'll be really good for the season. Probably better than his average draft position. And then we have a guy who was very inconsistent last year, and Tyler Lockett. He has 57 points now. And this is a guy who I also see you should keep in your leagues for now. You shouldn't trade him. Because I don't know what the trade value is going to be on a guy like Tyler Lockett. Because he's not one of those like high-end players that people like rave about. So, and he was very inconsistent last year. There was one night where he put up 53 points. And then like the next week or two later, he put up like five points. But I keep him for now. Start him 100%. And if anybody, like, looks at season ranks, I've filled some offers with him because, you know, there are some fantasy players who just look at rank. And with those players, you definitely want to field some offers with Lockett and maybe even Cup from before. Uh, somebody else who's pretty high is Daniel Jones. He's ninth ranked. And if I didn't mention this, I'm going by PPR, which is points per reception for all the receivers and running backs. If they get receptions, they get a point for that as well if you don't know what that means. So for quarterback, Daniel Jones is ninth ranked in the season right now. He's 50 points, put up 21 against Denver, put up 29 against Washington. Is this a fluke? The answer is it's it's not necessarily a fluke, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. He's a good player. Do I think he's going to sustain being like, what is he, like the fourth or fifth ranked quarterback? No. But do I think he'll put up points? Especially next week. If you have him, keep him for this week. He's facing Atlanta. You want to start Daniel Jones against Atlanta. Trust me. After that, I would, I would, I would try to like, I would ease off the Daniel Jones breaks because I don't think he's gonna be like top ten. He he could finish in top fifteen though. So if you have like a ten to twelve man league, I hold on to him after the Falcons game. But if you have him now, start him against the Falcons unless you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, or um. Kyler Murray. If you don't have those players, or maybe Russell Wilson, if you don't have one of those players, I would start Daniel Jones over for next week at least. And then somebody who uh, who is a familiar name for the football community, Rob Gronkowski, sitting at season rank 15. I think you should trade high. I think you should trade him because he put up 29 points. He put up 19 points the week after. I think you should trade high personally because – Outside of week one, week two, he only got five targets as tight end one. He's not getting a lot of targets. He's just getting touchdowns, man. And do I think he could keep up that touchdown production? No. So if you can get somebody like really high for Rob Gronkowski, 
I'd sell him high. I, I'm not too like fond of Robert Gronkowski. I don't think he's going to stay close to where he is right now. I think he'll start to decline a little bit in the next couple of weeks. I still I think he'll be if you have a ten to twelve man league. Do I think he's startable? Yes, but I'd sell him high while you can. And then going from season rank fifteen to sixteen, Debo Samuel, somebody who I'm still really high on. I'm extremely high on Debo Samuel, and I think he's going to continue to put up numbers. If you have Debo, I keep him, but there's definitely going to be some people who are going to overpay for Debo. So if you see those people, take him. But I keep Debo for now. I think Debo is going to do amazing this year. Debo Samuel has he can run the ball as a running back if they if need be. I know he hasn't done it. He's done it only twice this year. He's going to get receptions. That Niners receiving core isn't that good outside of him. I mean, because Ayuk hasn't been that good. He's going to get receptions. He's gotten 8 and 12 targets in the past two weeks. And last week, he didn't even get a touchdown. He still put up 16 points. So I'm keeping Debo. I'm all in on Debo. Let's see who else. We got Mike Williams sitting at 21. I have Mike Williams in one of my fantasy leagues. Do I think he's going to stay season ranked 21? No. Most of these guys are going to decline. If not all of them are going to decline down spots. But that does, does that mean, do I think you should trade or keep him? I think the verdict is yet to be um, placed on Mike Williams. Because he has 22 points in both games. He did score a touchdown in both games. But he got 10-plus targets in both games. And I think Justin Herbert is going to be a gunslinger this year. I think Justin Herbert's going to be slinging the ball all over the place this year. I think he's going to get 300 yards almost every game, Justin Herbert. So I think Mike Williams is somebody who... You want to keep unless you can sell him really high. And Marquise Brown, another guy that I have on my fantasy team. Marquise Brown, I think he'll start to dip a little bit. This is a guy who I'd, I like legitimately think about trading right now if you can. Because I don't think Marquise Brown is going to sustain this 19, 23 points. He has he had six targets in one game, 10 targets in the other. I don't think Lamar is going to... like. He's going to be the number one option, Marquise Brown. So if you, if you have like a deep league, I'd keep him. But for our league and sleeper, I'd try to sell him. Um, Sterling Shepard, number 26, right? Number 26. Sterling Shepard is going to be a really good trade piece or he's going to be really good. I know I keep repeating myself. I probably sound like a broken record player. But Sterling Shepard is going to get catches this year. He's Daniel Jones' favorite target. He's facing Atlanta next week. He's going to go off Sterling Shepard next week. He's going to go off against Atlanta. I don't know about New Orleans. He's going to go off against Dallas, that's for sure. There's a lot of weeks on here where I can see him going off Sterling Shepard, especially next week. If you have Sterling Shepard, I'd start him this week because he gets targets from Daniel Jones. He's Daniel Jones' favorite target by far. They're going against Atlanta. Atlanta. He's gonna he's gonna have a little bit of a show against Atlanta. That's for sure. Okay, I don't really see anybody else too out of the ordinary this high. I'll just talk about some waiver wire guys that you might have picked up this week, right? For right now. So you got Rondell Moore. He's somebody who if isn't picked up in your league, pick him up, Rondell Moore, because he, I don't think he's going to sustain 24 points, because, but he's going to 
he's kind of favored by Kyler Murray. Five targets, eight targets, you know. And like a league that has a lot of players, you might want to get him, pick him up, put him on your bench. Because if one of your players gets injured, he's some guy who would step up. And you got Zach Pascal, somebody who should be pick, pick it, picked up in your league if he's not. He put up 20 points and 14 points. Yes, he does look a little bit touchdown dependent as he only had five and six targets. But that Colts receiving core, when you take out Michael Pittman, he's their guy. He looks to be their red zone guy. I think he'll score a lot of touchdowns this year, Zach Pascal. Then you have K.J. Osborne. Kirk Cousins has been throwing it all over the place. K.J. Osborne has 35 points this year through two weeks. I don't expect his production to decline. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are there, yes, but that also opens up so much room for a guy like K.J. Osborne to get catches. And Kirk Cousins seems to like him. With nine targets and six targets for your third wide receiver and 76 yards and 91 targets, 76 and 91 yards, that's something that looks like it can sustain itself. That looks sustainable for K.J. Osborne. I think that's a guy who, if he isn't picked up in your league, I'd pick him up unless you really feel confident in your receivers. Christian Kirk, this is somebody, this is somebody who I don't like. I don't, I don't see doing very well in the future. He went against Tennessee and Minnesota, whose defenses passing-wise have looked terrible as of late. He put up 24 points in his first week, but if you have him, i trade him now because I don't think he's going to be very good this year. He only had five targets and four targets, five and four targets in his first two weeks. It's not like he's getting a ton of targets. The only reason why I put up 24 points is because of touchdowns. He's a very touchdown-dependent guy, Christian Kirk. That's a, that's a word you're going to hear a lot, touchdown-dependent, because some of these receivers are very touchdown-dependent. If they don't get touchdowns, they're not going to put up points. But there's some guys who just consistently put up touchdowns, and there's some guys who will put up a touch, two or three touchdowns in one week and then won't do it again for another three, four weeks. Cordero Patterson. I'd pick him up for this week against the Giants if you can. Because I know in some leagues he's waiver wire, but for some players you can just add him right away. So if you can add him right away, I'd add him. Cordell pa- Cordero Patterson is somebody who I'd add. I'd add Cordell Patterson. He's going against the Giants, whose run defense has not been the best. Antonio Gibson, although he only had 69 yards, he did he did have it on 13 carries. Then going back, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon feasted. And we can talk about Melvin Gordon right now as well. But Cordell Patterson, I'll finish Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson will put up points against the Giants. He'll put up points against the Jets Week 5. He'll put up points against Miami Week 7. He'll put up points. He's somebody who would pick up. I wouldn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not somebody who I'd keep on my team for the entire season, but he's a guy I'd pick up from week to week if he's still in your league. Then, uh, what was I going to talk I was talking about Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, he is ranked number 73 right now, but most of his points came in week one against the Giants. He had one 70-yard touchdown, which is why I'm not picking Melvin Gordon up. And if you do have him, which most leagues actually have him, so I don't know why I said pick up. But if you have Melvin Gordon, trade him now. I mean, I would have traded him last week, but trade him now. He had 11 rushes for 101 yards against the Giants, but outside of that 70-yard rush, that's 10 rushes for 30 yards. That's three yards in a 10. So outside of that one big run, 
he's somebody who's, again, another player. If he doesn't get that one big run, he's not going to put up points consistently for you. Last week, he had 13 attempts for 31 yards. People are realizing, and you see, oh, maybe he's not that good. Maybe he just needs that one big run and he's going to put up a lot of points. But you don't know what week that's going to be. I mean, you can probably, like, try to, like, figure it out. But why would you keep him on your team if you know, oh, he's not going to be good until this week? I'd trade him high. I would have traded him last week. But if you haven't done so already, I would trade him now. I'll talk about a couple more guys. I don't want this podcast to be any longer than 15 minutes because I know people don't listen past then. So let me start rapid fire. Henry Ruggs, should you keep him or drop him? I'd pick him up if you have enough roster space. Henry Ruggs is going to be really good this year. I know Carr is going to target Waller a lot, but he's also going to target Ruggs a lot. If I look at his first two games, Ruggs in his first game had five and seven. I think it'll pick up because I think that Derek Carr has been like slinging it a lot. And I think if Derek Carr continues to sling it and look this good, Ruggs is somebody who you should definitely pick up. Quintus Cephas with the Lions, he had 16 points the against Green Bay and 12 against San Francisco. If your league is 12 or greater, I'd pick him up. If not, I'd hold on him for now because I don't know how good Quintess Cephas is going to do for the entire year if it's like a 10-man league or 8-man league. Then you don't really want to pick him up because you want to save your bench spot for higher echelon players. Um, Let's see who else I can find. Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell somebody who was picked up in a lot of leagues. But, again, he's injured now. I don't know how he's going to do. I He might put up five to six points a game. But I, I'm a little bit shaky on picking up any San Francisco running backs, to be honest, because a lot of them get hurt. It's running back by committee in the first place. So San Francisco quarterbacks in general are just a little bit iffy. Mike, I don't know, Mike Davis is picked up in most leagues. Um, Kenyon Drake, if he's not picked up in your league, I would consider picking him up because he's going to get a lot of receptions from Derek Carr. He's going to be that third down back who they're just going to pass it to out of the backfield and he's just going to run. Josh Jacobs is not that guy for receiving. Kenyon Drake is. If you think of guys like Naeem Himes, J.D. McKissick, Kenyon Drake falls under that same umbrella. And if he could get receptions like those two players did, Last year, like Naeem Himes and J.D. Kissick did last year, he's going to be really good. Um, J.D. McKissick, like I just said before, I just said J.D. McKissick. Very similar to Kenyon Drake, Naeem Himes type guy. He's going to put up points some weeks, some weeks he won't. Depends on if the Redskins, or I'm sorry, football team are down a lot. If football team is down a lot, they're going to look to pass it to J.D. McKissick on checkdowns. So against the Bills... I'd consider thinking about picking J.D. McKissick up for that game. And I'll do one more player. Um, Juwan Johnson. If you haven't seen this guy, he's on TikTok. He put up two touchdowns against the the Packers. He's a tight end. I wouldn't pick him up. Jameis Winston, I don't think he's going to be very targeting towards one. He he wouldn't target one player over another this year. I don't think he's found that favorite guy in uh, New Orleans, and I don't think it's going to be Jawan Johnson. If it's going to be somebody right now, I'd probably say it's probably going to be Deontay Harris. As, as the season progresses, it's probably going to go to Michael Thomas or Traquan Smith, depending on when they come back. And then one last player I want to talk about is Ezekiel Elliott, because right now he's ranked 109. Tony Pollard is outscoring him right now. 
Tony Pollard is doing better than Ezekiel Elliott right now. If people see that, if you if people see that and see, oh, Tony Pollard is better than him, get Zeke. Get Zeke as fast as you can. Because although, yeah, Pollard and Zeke may share carries, Zeke is going to get his touches. He's going to get his touchdowns. Pick up Ezekiel Elliott. or try, Not pick up. Trade for Ezekiel Elliott. Just trade for him. Trust me. Trade for him. He's selling so low right now. There's some people who are willing to pay, are willing to give away Ezekiel Elliott for basically nothing. Just do it. And that about wraps it up for this episode of our podcast of just showing off some players who have been doing really good, who I'd consider like trade, who I'd consider like either trading or keeping. And then some guys who if aren't picked on the waiver, you should pick them up next week or you should pick them up now if you can pick them up now. And that's just about it. All right, I'm, we're going to post this on the Fantasy Sports Club Google Classroom. But if you listen it, if you're listening to it anywhere else, I'll just share the Fantasy Sports Club code for you so you can join the classroom. So if you're part of Herrick's High School, here's the code for Fantasy Sports Club for Google Classroom. If you're listening to this and you haven't joined it, the classroom code for it is 2BMOYDL. Yeah, that's 2BMOYDL. So join the classroom if you haven't. All right, that about sums it up.